Part one of our spotlights today on KRWC. We will have two segments today here in our regular spotlight time period. We're going to uh, talk about the uh, Buffalo Rotary's Toys for Tots program. And chairing the committee again this year is Gene Carlson, who joins us. Gene, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Good. Glad to uh, see the Toys for Tots boxes out. You've got a bunch of those out. They've been out for a little bit already. Yeah, they've been out for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, refresh our memory on the whole kind of overview of Toys for Tots. This, of course, has been going on for for decades, and uh, you've kind of been sharing it for several years here in the Buffalo area. Right. This is my sixth year of chairing it. So we have boxes all over town, and we collect toys for Buffalo and Montrose and and also money. So when we get money, we buy the extra toys that we need. Um, so what we're asking for is new um, toys, and we want them unwrapped. And for ages from baby until senior in high school, and the, the biggest need, I would say, would be the older kids. Mainly because a lot of times people have the, you know, they, they love to buy the little kids' toys and uh, things like that, but lots of uh, older kids in need, too. Right. I mean, a little toy is probably the most fun thing to buy. But um, the biggest age group that we need the toys for are always the older kids, and um, probably 11 to 18 is, is the biggest group of um, kids that need toys. And last year, we gave away toys to um, quite a few families, and it seems like it's been dropping a little bit, but there's still a huge need out there. So um, we gave away to 225 families, and that's over 560 kids. So that's still a lot of people who need toys. Right, and this is just in the Buffalo and Montrose area immediately, so there's, you know, that's yeah. for two towns, that's, that's quite a bit. Yeah, it is. Talk about the association with the Marines now, because uh, you've explained this in the past about how that works. Right. So we run everything through the Toys for Tots through the Marines, and we have to follow all their guidelines. So that's something I have to go to training every five years. So I've gone twice. I go to um, Virginia, and we stay for a weekend, and you have to go to all these classes. And so everything I do, I have to... um, send to them. I mean, report everything. I send my receipts, all of the checks, everything goes through the Marines. Nothing, you know, we don't do it locally. Everything we have, we send to them. I have a credit card I use when I purchase things that's through the Marines. And then I have to, you know, um, send the receipts. I can't spend over $30 on a toy. So they, I mean, they check everything and then, yeah, so it's, which is a really good thing that it's all followed, you know, you follow the rules. So. Sure. So the Buffalo Rotary is kind of the sponsoring agency then for the uh, for the Toys for Tots drive. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Rotary has been doing it for a number of years. Has it been kind of the uh, exclusive sponsor in this area for it? Yes. Yeah. Because um, a lot of the other areas don't do Toys for Tots. They, it, it seems like I think every town has something, but it's not Toys for Tots. So I right. always have people contacting me thinking, you know, we're the get everyone toys, and we just do it for Buffalo and Montrose. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about what goes on uh, during the, uh, this, of course, is the big push for donations, but, of course, work uh, continues all throughout the year. 
Right. Um, really lucky. I have, oh gosh, probably 15 drivers that go out, maybe even more than that. They go out and they bring the boxes to the businesses that have agreed to um, have a box in their business. And then they go and pick up the toys. Um, they'll, they'll pick them up two times unless um, some people call because they need more pickups. And then um, they'll pick it up the very last time, which we, we're having the boxes out until December 23rd this year. And so a lot of volunteers for that. And then they'll bring them to me, and I have volunteers who help me sort the toys. We have everything sorted by age group and the cost. And then also um, we have to move our toys because where we have them stored is not where we have distribution. Uh, you know, all the all the buildings in Buffalo are full now, so it was kind of hard trying to find a place. So we actually do our distribution at St. Francis Xavier School. And so we move them, the toys out there and we set them up and we're out of there in a day, which is it's a lot of work, so it takes a lot of people, but it it works really well out there. We're really really fortunate to be able to use their school. And then we also, you know, I have a lot of people who go shopping with me. It just really is a lot of people that put this on. So very lucky. We have a very generous community. You sent a um, a news release here uh, to us not too long ago that describes the uh, process. And I think uh, uh, people that are in need of help for toys can still uh, fill out an application, but that's kind of the first step, right? Correct. We have applications at the food shelf. Um, we have them at the chamber, Wright County Human Services. Uh, the schools have them. Or you can go online to the Rotary, or actually you can go online to the actual Toys for Tot website, and then you just follow, you know, you need a toy. Then you go to the state, which would be Minnesota, the county, Wright County, and then um, central Wright County is who we are. So. And is it one application per family, or do they have to apply yes. per child? Nope, per family. Okay. And on the form, then you put your, your name and your age of your children, and then it tells you what you're going to need to bring that day. And then, so we're accepting applications till Friday, December 6th, and then we'll mail everyone a letter telling them what time they can come pick up their toys, and once again, what they need to bring for their children. And like I said, distribution is Saturday, December 14th from 8 until noon. Okay. But uh, it's it's critical that, that people understand that they do have to apply. Unlike, you know, there are some situations where maybe that wouldn't be the case, but for Toys for Tots, there needs to be that uh, application system. Now, uh, you know, that is totally anonymous. I mean, they don't have to worry about... Um, you know, this information right. getting out to the public. Correct. Right. And also it's, you know, there's no guidelines or income guidelines or anything like that. We want every ch child to have a toy. We just don't want people double dipping. That's why they need to bring, mm -hmm. you know, the stating this is their child. Like they have to bring either a social security card or um, their birth certificate or a school ID or something. And that's just kind of what that's for. Sure. And it's for whoever has custody of the child. You know, I have a lot of grandparents asking me if they could get toys for their kids, and I'd love to be able to say that, but we don't have enough toys to give to grandchildren mm -hmm. or, you know, grandparents, unless they have custody of the children. Right. Okay. Well, boxes are out now. Are you still uh, taking on new drop-off locations, or are you pretty well set on that? Yeah. 
Well, if anyone, you know, I've had um, actually the boys' basketball team contacted me, and they're going to be doing a night. And also um, a hockey association is doing a little toy drive, a swim club. So, you know, if they, they need a box, I have boxes, I have banners. So, yes, we'll still bring people boxes. And are you fairly well covered in Buffalo? Uh, do you still need more in uh, Montrose, too? You know, Montrose, we have it at the school and the bank, the chiropractor, and then we also have it at um, the carpentry, carpentry contractors. So, okay. I mean, they're out there. So Sure. Uh, but if uh, any toys that are uh, picked up in Buffalo or Montrose, that's kind of a collective uh, supply then, right? Yeah. And then I also want to point out, I, it's not just toys. I buy every child will get a book. And then every family gets at least um, one game. And if it's a bigger family, they'll get two games. I had gotten a nice grant from Ray Hennepin Electric, and I always use that to buy the books and the games. So I'm really grateful for that. Give us some suggestions. By the way, we're talking with Jean Carlson uh, with the Buffalo Rotary. She's chairing the Buffalo and Montrose Toys for Tots campaign again this year. Um, Jean, give us a little idea, or, or listeners, um, give them a bit of an idea of if they're thinking about making donations, and everybody wants to be generous. We kind of touched on this earlier, but um, talk about some ideas for uh, the different age groups and the kinds of things that you, you really like to see donated. Okay, for the older kids, that's really hard. Um, I, electronics, anything electronic the older kids love. I would say, you know, they really like um, Hydroflask, Yetis. A lot of um, the girls like the makeup kits or duffel bags or, you know, kind of think outside the box. And, um, you know, just things like, because we can't give clothes or anything like that because they do that and adopt a family. But, you know, high school kids really don't want a toy. So you kind of have to just use your imagination a little bit. And we do get some really neat things. Um, Jewelry for the high school girls and... The boys, you know, we always buy the, we get smelly stuff, um, lotions, uh, sporting good things, fishing, hunting, sleeping bags, um, you know, things like that. We People love stuff like that. Sports hats, you know, like anything, twins, Vikings, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's really kind of hard because... Like with us, we only can spend $30, and you go to try to find something in high school, kids can want for $30. It's really hard. But right. I do, you know, Lego kits, craft kits, um, all that type of stuff is really neat. Um, like I said, games, I, I love to get um, different games for the kids. You know, we get a lot of the, the regular games. So if you if there's a favorite game that you have that's not um, – you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, we get a lot of shoots and ladders, a lot of trouble, a lot of those type of games. So if we could get some of the different games, that really helps, too. Mm-hmm. And you want them donated all unwrapped, correct? Correct. Unwrapped, yes. Because we sort everything by um, by age and then by gender. And then also we do stocking stuffers, too. So, you know, stocking stuffers are a wonderful thing to donate, too. Anything from... If someone donates like socks, that type of thing, we put. We'll even put toothbrushes, toothpaste, um, just little cars, just lotions for girls, chapsticks, all that kind of stuff. Stocking stuffers are great. Little markers, um, color crayons, coloring books, puzzles, anything like that. 
And tell us once again about, I, I know that uh, people really like the fact that the uh, items that they're donating stay around this area. Right. Everything that's um, donated to me goes for Buffalo and Montrose. So that's really nice. It does stay in the community. We have such a generous community, and it's just really, really nice to be able to keep it here. The uh, Toys for Tots drive in Buffalo and Montrose continues. Um, uh, Again, applications for families that uh, are requesting uh, help with toys need to be in by the 6th of December, and distribution uh, set for what uh, day is it again, Jean? Saturday, December 14th from 8 until noon. 8 to 12. But the boxes themselves will be out even beyond that. Correct. Yeah. And then we anything that um, is left over, I save for next year. Or if I have a family that, you know, wasn't able to come to, to distribution, I, I keep that. Um, and, and then if they contact me, they're able to still get some toys. Mm-hmm. One question that maybe we have not uh, touched on, I don't know, what's the, uh, what's the rule on gift cards? Can, uh, do you want those, or do they have to be? You know, um, like the Target gift cards, that type of stuff, or a Walmart, I can spend. We can't give gift cards to the kids. Okay. But we can, well, we can spend them to buy things. Okay. I'm asking you that. So if people are stumped and, uh, you know, want to make a donation, um, uh, if they... You know, how, if they want to get a, a larger denomination, I think you, mm-hmm. you said only $30 per toy, but, uh, if, you know, if they want to make a larger donation, uh, they can do that too. Right, and they can buy things over $30. That's just my, you know, the rule right. for us. Yeah. yeah, we'll take anything. We have, you know, a lot of generous people that buy things that cost more than $30. Mm-hmm. Another thing is like, so after we get all the applications, and I have all my toys, that's what my crunch is like, oh, my gosh, you know, I have this age group. I don't have enough toys. And then we're actually, like, going shopping the day before distribution to to kind of fill those spots or spaces of what we need. So that's where the gift cards and the, the money come in really handy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems like just about everywhere I have stopped in town here in the last few days has got a box. So we're, we're well covered, but again, if uh, somebody wants to jump on, they are, are certainly welcome to do that. Yeah, people are just, like I say, you know, I've been doing this for a while and doing other organizations in this town, and it just warms my heart how generous people are. It, it amazes me totally. You know, yeah. they, they con- I've had so many people just contacting. This year we've, you know, put out more boxes that we've in the past, so it's really great. And again, uh, would not be possible were it not for uh, a big, big crew of people. That must be uh, quite the quite the setup day oh, when you get ready for distribution. You know, it's amazing. And we, the Rotarians and then my food shelf friends and my work friends, and we just get this group of people and we bring them out to St. Francis School. And let me tell you, those kids had those toys move so fast last year. I couldn't believe it. They... I'm really lucky to have the help of the students at St. Francis School. Really neat. All right. do it without them, so. Fantastic. If people have any questions or if they want any further information or if they want to make an online donation, tell us, wrap it up with uh, how they contact you. Okay. The phone number they can call me at is 763-269-5739. You're going to get a voicemail, and and I will call you back. Otherwise, my email is... Toys for Tots, Buffalo MN at hotmail.com.
All right. And anybody that has any questions or, you know, any fine-tuning of issues, or if they've got questions about, uh, you know, the application process, anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, do you t- still take volunteers uh, just for a distribution day, too? Do you need help with that? Um, I don't know where I'm at yet. I mean, if someone really wants to help, yeah, give me a call. Okay. And, um, yes, it's amazing how many people step up for this. So You'll find room for them someplace. Yes. Well, great. Well, Jean, thank you for... Uh, giving us the uh, information about the Buffalo Montrose Toys for Tots campaign, and thank you for all your work with it. And uh, hope it's a great season. Uh, it's, you know, uh, the need is always there, so uh, people are, are generous, but uh, we hope that they continue to give. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, Jean, thanks very much. Have a great season. Okay, bye. All right. Jean Carlson with the Buffalo Rory, our guest on Part 1 of today's Spotlight here on KRWC. A little bit of information about the Toys for Tots campaign, which, of course, is underway right now. Uh, You'll see drop-off boxes in Buffalo all over the place. Uh, Way, way, way too many places to mention. Uh, In Montrose, there are a few locations. Citizen State Bank, uh, Montrose Elementary School, Carpentry Contractors, also Montrose Family Chiropractic, and uh, there may be a few more out there as well. So, again, uh, donate generously to Toys for Tots. If you don't want to go through uh, the process of actually buying the toys, you can uh, donate monetary gifts as well. And uh, they are much appreciative of that as well. That is part one of today's Spotlight for you on KRWC. We'll take a break for news and weather, and we'll have our Spotlight Extra coming up in just a few minutes. We have Spotlight Extra for you today on KRWC, kind of part two of our spotlights on this Thursday. And today uh, in Spotlight Extra, we're going to talk with Candace Zimmerman with Wright County Community Action. And uh, Candace, good morning to you. Good morning, Tim. Good to have you with us here today. We are uh, talking a lot about some upcoming holidays. And, you know, it's uh, uh, this is one of those years where Thanksgiving is uh, kind of almost as late as it can be. And so... Uh, it seems like we're going to just dive right into the holiday season full force here. Yes, we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you have a uh, a first-ever event that uh, we're going to primarily talk about today, and um, it's the an- first annual Community Tree Walk. And tell us about that. Yeah, so um, this is the first time we're doing an event um, down in, on Highway 12. And the reason this, uh, this event is, um, came about is because um, one of our sponsors down there on Highway 12 is, was really interested in supporting our food security programs. So for those of you that are familiar with WCCA, we do have a food shelf down in Waverly that um, is kind of our central hub for a lot of what goes on. Um, we do a backpack program out of there specifically. We have holiday food baskets there as well. Um, so we, this event is not only a community event um, that's going to gather the community and kind of kick off the holiday season, but all proceeds are then going to go back to our um, food security programs and the other things that we have going on here at the agency. So it's really exciting. Um, it's a very uh, 
good event for uh, for the whole family. We have a lot going on that day. Um, the event itself will be held at Village Hall in Waverly. It's going to be held on November 30th. It's going to be the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and it's going to be held from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Um, we're going to kind of kick off our event with uh, a food truck and concessions there. Um, we're going to have Mr. and Mrs. Claus there as well, so bring your kiddos um, so that they can list off their, their things on their Christmas list. Uh, we also have some dog sleds that will be there. Very exciting for those kids, too. Um, and then, of course, the central element of our, of, of our event is the tree decorating contest that's going on. So we have local businesses that have agreed to decorate trees, and the, when, when the community comes in, they get to vote on the trees that are the most creative and the ones that they like the best, and um, the winner gets, uh, gets a trophy. And then all of those decorated trees are donated back to the community for families in need. Well, it sounds like a fun event. Uh, how many trees are we talking here? We Right now we have 27 trees um, that are coming from B&J Evergreen. And um, we're, we have just a couple of artificial trees and a couple of live, or the rest are live trees. So um, all of those trees will be, like I said, donated back. And we, ac- we actually have a few, uh, few toys we get to give away um, with those trees as well. It's going to smell like a pine forest, a lovely <laughs> scent. A little winter wonderland, yeah. that's for sure. Fantastic. Um, and just a wide assortment of businesses and services that are sponsoring these trees? Yes. So our biggest sponsor for the event is NutriBlend um, and their partners, um, Munson uh, Nutrition and Centrosoda. Those are our main sponsors. Um, but then we have other um, partners involved in the event as well. Um, so local businesses, um, civic organizations, and groups that have decided to get involved as well. Um, and those groups will be called out in our guidebook the day of the event as well as on social media. So you guys can look forward to, to seeing some familiar groups uh, called out. Tell us a little bit more. Now, this is a 3 to 7 event, and uh, you want people to, you know, come on over for as long as they like. Uh, Tell us about the holiday market a little more in, in specific. Yeah, we have um, some vendors that have come in and agreed to um, sell some of their goods. We're going to have some hot homemade lefsa being sold. We have some handmade mittens as well as some other um, arts and crafts being sold at um, at the event. So uh, come on down. We have um, a handful of vendors that... Uh, that are available, and we do have a couple more tables available. So if there are any other um, local uh, uh, residents that make handmade goods, uh, feel free to give me a call here at the WCCA office, and hopefully we'll uh, be able to set aside a table for you. And I understand you've got some gingerbread house decorating that will be going on? Yes, very fun. So we um, were able to pre-construct some gingerbread houses, and kids and families can come and grab um, some candy decorations and decorate their own gingerbread uh, house for their, for their homes this year. Sounds great. We're talking with Candace Zimmerman from Wright County Community Action on the first annual Community Tree Walk event. Um, before we uh, leave this part of the interview, talk a little bit again about the dates, the times, and what people do if, uh, if they want to uh, participate. Yeah, so um, this will be our first annual Community Tree Walk event, um, but uh, led by, hosted by WCCA. It's going to be on November 30th, uh, at, held at Village Hall in Waverly. It'll be from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. 
And if anyone has any questions or wants to get involved, um, either through sponsorship or volunteering for the event, they can contact me, Candace Zimmerman, at the WCCA main office. That number is 320-963-6500. I'm trying to envision uh, 30 lit Christmas trees in the Waverly Village Hall. That is going to look spectacular. It's going to be wonderful. And at the very end of the evening, we're going to turn dim the lights, do a Christmas caroling, and it'll be a really spectacular way to end the evening. So oh, we're yeah. very excited about it. That should be fun. Now, um, before we let you go, we uh, know that your agency, of course, is always very busy with uh, other activities uh, and uh, other programming, and uh, some of that is kind of critical during the winter season. Absolutely. So some of the main things that we get called on right now um, is for our food shelf um, and our holiday baskets. Like I said, those are mostly located down in Waverly, um, and they can certainly um, get more information by calling our main office as well. Um, And then the other program that's in really um, desperate need right now is our uh, utility assistance and weatherization. So anybody that's struggling to um, pay those utility bills, please give us a call here at the main office. Um, we'll help you submit an application and um, see what you qualify for. And that's a, uh, a yearly program that you've been involved with for a long time. Yes, yes. It's been a long-standing program here at the agency. Usually we start um, accepting applications in October, um, and then uh, grant dollars and assistance usually um, starts around this time every year. Am I right in saying that these are the, uh, the federally allotted dollars? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, so that's, uh, you're kind of the, the one-stop place for uh, applications for all of that. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely um, help, um, help you out, get through that eligibility process, and uh, see, what you, see what you qualify for, for sure. I was just uh, starting to prepare our uh, news year in review uh, series that we do at the end of each year, and I was looking through the first couple of months and reviewing all of those cold temps that we had. You must have had all kinds of people... Uh, applying last uh, this earlier this year oh yes for sure um i i mean we got minnesota winters so we we, uh we're a program that can definitely help a lot of people yeah and uh you know uh in all seriousness for a lot of families uh you know who are kind of riding that line there of you know having just enough to kind of scrape by boy if they uh, have a really unexpected heating bill or mm-hmm. a, um, a system breakdown of some type, boy, that can be very devastating. Absolutely. And we don't want people having to choose between you know, heat or, or food this year, or heat or medications, you know, at the end of the month. It's, um, so we, we can definitely help with that situation and hopefully provide some, uh, some assistance there. Mm-hmm. And they just call the main contact number for information? Yeah, so our main contact number is going to be the 320-963-6500. And we do have um, several technicians um, in that program that are able to help. So we'll get you to the first one that's available. Okay. Well, great. Uh, anything we missed here, or is that uh, kind of the main items for right no, now? No, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah. Well, we uh, want to mention again the uh, first annual Community Tree Walk event put on by Wright County Community Action, and it's uh, slated for Saturday, November 30th, uh, 3 to 7 p.m., all kinds of uh, associated fun for uh, the whole family through the afternoon, 3 to 7 that day at the Waverly Village Hall. And then if you've got any questions on any of the other programs or the um, heating assistance that we talked about, 
All right, Candace, thank you very much for all your information. We appreciate that, and we hope you have a great season ahead here. All right. Thank you, Tim. Okay. There's today's Spotlight Extra on Radio for Rye County, KRWC.